Hey everybody, this is Sarah. I am coming at you from the post-editing process with just a little note before you start to listen that there was an issue with Heidi's track in Denver, and what you will be hearing is a very rough-sounding version of her uh, because her track did not record in Denver this week. There was an issue with her garage band, but we move forward, and we will be back to normal next week. Enjoy the show. Yeah, baby, let's have some fun. I'm exercising off my bingo wings. <laughs> I am shot out of a cannon tonight. This is going to be... Oh, my. Like good Rita show. Said. It's going to be a good, good show. We've got so many fun things. You need some lotion for this episode. I need some lotion. And I can squirt. And Hottie can squirt. Squirt for me, Hottie. I went out uh, to the... I went out to the room and my husband said, I grabbed a couple of tissues and he's like, do you need some lotion for that to record? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, you're killing me. I'm by. He's doing his own show out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What did he uh, have to get you? What'd you say? What a week it's been. What a week. Oh my God. I know you've been working yourself to the bone over there. I am just... Hadi is busy now, 10, 11 hours a day, and I get these frantic texts from her during the day. She's spinning her ass Only off. dance floor professionals allowed. In the baseline background again. Just love that part. She's spinning her ass off and barely has time to cram food in her mouth, and I'm just sitting back over here, and I am loving this. I think today, <laughs> literally in the... <laughs> 12 and a half minutes I had to myself I sent five text I, five text messages maybe the whole day and I'm like my life has changed I uh, know I told you I was like this is what's been going on for the past year and a half with us working from home and doing all these zoom calls one call after a fucking another after another, after another. My new favorite thing is, I'm going to give you back five minutes of your life. <laughs> oh, I know. You know what? Whenever some, a meeting ends early, I'm like, thank God I can go run and get something to eat, maybe. But today, I ran into the kitchen and I chopped a salad. I, I'm <laughs> no shit air frying chicken thighs at 6.30 this morning because I knew <laughs> so I could eat one for lunch. That's what I do too. I make the I grill the food the night before, so I know I have it for lunch, so I can just throw it in the microwave and hurry up and eat it. And I air fried five of them. All right, you have to make extra for the next day and for <laughs> snacks. Like, thank God. I mean, I need to lose some libs, and I've lost some lbs. It was yeah, in two days. I'm telling you, this work from home thing. As much as it, you, it's very easy. You said this, and you know, for the at one point when we talked, that it's very easy to work extra. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm, I will give you 10 hours a day and have no problem with it just for the convenience of being able to work from home and do this from here. I fucking love it. Love it. I said to Rita today uh, after I was done working and I was just like, I don't know, I was making tea or some chicken broth for our show for me for my dinner. And I said to him, I was like, um, so where's my martini when I walked out the door? <laughs> right. Why are you on your knees? And where's the chicken that's supposed to be in the oven? Right. Yeah, the <laughs> tables have turned, bitch. 
<laughs> Come on. He was laughing so hard. <laughs> right. You're like, um, you're coming, you're like, a, the, it's the madman. Mad I was like, man. I'm coming home from the office yeah. and these, are, this is what I expect. <laughs> a martini. Oh my God. I don't know how those, everyone would d- drink martinis every day after work. I mean, I know it was a thing or it still is, I guess for some people, but Jesus Christ. Because they only worked on landlines. Oh God. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. No, I mean, this whole like new culture of working from home, it's, I mean, I've talked about it on here a lot. And, I, you know, I do think it's interesting that you are seeing it firsthand. I am th- I am getting some sick, sadistic pleasure out of watching you have to just get used from both ends. You're welcome. <laughs> but I do, it is very different, don't you think? Now that you're oh, really, yeah. you're fully in it now. I am so immersed. <laughs> yeah. It's not even funny. I know. I was, and it is. It's massive. Like it's big. It's big. It's But it's, I'm going I'm going to be successful, which is great. It feels, you know, I'm only I'm literally 3 days in, but yeah. still. <laughs> well, lest anyone think that this new job is going to get in the way of Heidi's travels cuz you know she takes more vacations than anyone. Don't worry. It, it will won't. be because <laughs> just next week, just as a little programming note/update, she will be here in New York on Friday night, and the next show we record will be live and in person henny henny in person meaning we'll be able to touch each other (laughs) yeah and we've got a couple of bits that i've been working on we talked about it offline but we won't i won't don't want to reveal the one main one until until we're here in person but uh yeah it's pretty good but um for all of you that can't remember why i'm going to be in new york that's what i was about to say you say it it's Alegria, bitches. That's right. August 1. Starts at 6 p.m. Rick Senna sent me a personal email today oh, reminding really? me of what time all the events begin. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we get to hear this song on the dance floor of Alegria. <laughs> I mean, would you die? <laughs> I can't believe I did not expect to hear this again. <laughs> the vaccine. The vaccine. Listen. Will come to an end. The day they find a cure, a vaccine to this horrible COVID nineteen. A vaccine for this horrible monster named COVID nineteen. It's almost like a Robin Leach sings COVID nineteen dance song. Except that he's. South American, not British. (laughs) Right, I'm doing like a like a Latin British infusion. (laughs) Like, what the fuck was that? Oh my god. Um. So yes, Hadi will be here next week in studio. Oops, I dropped my pen. Um, she will be in here in studio next week. Alegria is on Sunday now. We should talk about what you want to do off the air. I'm just now thinking of this, so I'll just say it really quick. As in passing, we should go to Little Island so you can see that. But then anything else we want to do on Saturday and Sunday during the day with Rob before he leaves, because then we're going to go to Alegria. I'm going to take a disco nap on Sunday, I hope, and then we'll oh. go. But then we'll <laughs> have disco naps. Yeah, we'll have the day to spend with Rob and do some stuff. So anyway, we'll talk about that later. Okay. But a little programming note. Um, Howdy in studio next week. Next show will be live and in person, uh, sitting here in the studio like we've done before. So, the other thing I was going to say about Allegria is I've been eat texting on Instagram with Madeline Hatter. So, 
Mad- Madeline is this amazing drag queen that's based here in New York, and she was on um, the Bo- the Boulet Brothers Dragula, which is kind of like a RuPaul's Drag Race spinoff, like season two or something, season three. And she's like very like spooky, but just amazing. Her makeup and wigs are just phenomenal. Well, anyway, she was Alegria in 2019 for Pride, and we got to see her perform. And so I've been sending her messages on IG, and I asked her a couple of weeks ago, hey, girl, are you going to perform at Alegria? She immediately, Johnny on the spot, boom, writes right back. Yep, going to be there. And I was like, oh, goody. So what did she do? She likes my comment. So I'm like, okay, a couple of weeks, couple of weeks go by. And then I said, well, wait, hmm, I wonder if she's going to be inside or I wonder if she's going to be outside at WOW because this place we're going to go to, the Brooklyn Mirage, which we've talked about so much, there's the inside hall and then there's the outside open air part, which is like 10 times bigger. So I was like, well, I'm sorry. It's insane. Yeah, insane. And so I thought, well, let me text uh, uh, Madeline and I'll ask her. So I said, we were on the beach. Rob and I went to the beach on Saturday. So I texted her and I was said, hey, girl, are you going to be inside Alegria or outside of Alegria? I just want to be sure and not miss you. And boom, within like two minutes, got a message back. I'm going to be outside. And I was like, oh, goody, I can't wait. And what she do? She likes the comment. I mean, she's right there. Do you think she's listened to the show? Well, have you know. sent her the link? I haven't, but I'll I'll tag her in this episode since we're talking about her. I'll definitely tag her. Absolutely. Maybe she'll listen to it. But I would love if we could like see her and like get up close to her. I would love to be like right there and be like, oh my God, I'll fangirl and be like, I'm Miss Serotonin on Instagram. We will fangirl the you know me. I will literally (laughs) drop to your feet. Yeah, we will fangirl the hell out of her. That's fantastic. (laughs) I love that. She's all over it. That's so great. Yeah. So yeah, she's all over. I love, love, love her. She's a great drag queen, and she seems like a great person. So anyone who writes back, there is something powerful about these influencers that write their people back, because I've written to a few before to ask just like a general question or something, and you just don't get a response, and I'm like, well, fuck you. Yeah, well, you're not influencing me anymore. Right. I'm like, well, okay, well, I'll never forget the fact that you never wrote back to me, you motherfucker. And I don't know if anyone knows about the serotonin grudge. Oh, my God. It lasts until she dies, as in Sarah. (laughs) Right. Everyone says you're supposed to forgive and forget. I forget, but I never forgive. I'll forget why. I'll forget why I'm pissed off at you, but I'll and I'll just never. I'll just. I just won't forgive. Just be. But I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I, (laughs) in a little bit of painful body news. Something I don't know what it was. I got up. You know, I got home from. A vacation. Um, I worked out <laughs> for the first. I worked out on Sunday. I woke up on Monday. I could not get out of bed. Oh God! I was crying. Rita had to help me up off the floor. I threw. I tweaked my back again. So bad. Oh God! I have been like stretching. Bed. I mean, I couldn't do anything today. My best day in four days. Like, I'm telling you, falling, it think, hurts so bad. I think your body's allergic to work. <laughs> I know. Of course, Frida's like, I think it's just because you need to get fucked. I'm of like, course. oh, right. Of course, that's what you think. Thank you, darling. Thank you for looking after me. My pussy's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
yeah, like living on the bounce. But I, that, I think that's the way, the reason I lost uh, 2.5 lbs. Oh yeah, good, good. <laughs> well, um, did you see uh, Jeff Bezos? He finally made it. He went up. It's a bird. It's a plane. <laughs> it's a ginormous penis. Guy. <laughs> it's a uh, cock. It looked like a massive chode. Because it was. <laughs> was that? I, I mean, did he say I need to go up in this thing that makes my dick seem really big? That because yes. What do you think? I was what do you watching think? it and just laughing. What do you think his dick looks like? Not that. I don't think it looks like the blue origin or the blue. Is it blue origin? New. Yeah, I don't New think so. Either. I think he's I probably got. Might... <laughs> what? I mean, it literally looked like a little German helmet. It totally did. Meanwhile, his brother's hot. <laughs> I would totally fuck his brother before I fucked him. Now, don't get me wrong. I would fuck Jeff Bezos in a second. <laughs> just for just like a little payout. <laughs> I do love during the... Uh, I was watching a little news conference with them, and it was for the before. Yes. And uh, the woman that went up Wally, man, she liked to put her hand on little Jeffrey's leg there a lot. She kept patting him on the knee and rubbing his leg. I was like, hmm. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Aww. She was just like thrilled. Well, yeah. So Branson went 53 miles up in what looked like a like an airplane, kind of like, right? His was like horizontal. Like it took off like an airplane in a way. Mm. And Bezos, of course, went up in his, you know, cock look you know his spaceship that looked like a cock he went 65 miles and oh Elon, i thought it was 60 Ooh, 65 i'm these are like estimates i got um cool. and then musk is supposed to go up to 186 miles or his rocket did whatever it was so he went much further which we i think we all knew that but mm -hmm. the edge a little fact here the edge of the atmosphere is measured to be about 62 miles up so bezos went to the furthest edge and i think stayed within what we call the atmosphere, but still there's weightlessness that you experience, which I mean, what this whole weightlessness thing, I'm like, everyone wants to experience this, but isn't there like, you can go into like anti-gravity chambers and experience that, right? Like it's supposed to be the greatest thing. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, you can experience that. I'm pretty sure on earth, you know, cause like you just right. said, you go into these chambers, whatever, but you know, I know it's not the same as well, I'm there. not paying $28 million to go no. up, but, but during listen. one of these conferences, he's like, you know, it's 28 million now, but you know, what we're doing is we're really working on bringing the costs down. Well, right. But you know what? Every, I mean, the, here, what I wanted to get to about this is like, you know, the internet exploded, Instagram, all these accounts I follow, no matter who it is, the fucking internet in the world fucking hates Jeff Bezos. And it's just jealousy, really what it is. Rob and I were talking about it. But it's like the comments about that, you know, he's using government money to fly to fly to space and like all of these like knocks against him. It's like, you know, people on the ground are worried about wildfires in the Delta variant. And he had his best day ever because he made this comment. Oh, I have it here. He made this comment about when he got off the when he got off the ship that people just uh, went fucking crazy and blasted him for because he said it was his best day ever. Okay, and so people are like, you've got $100, million, $100 billion or $80 billion or whatever it is. It's like, and this, you're bragging about your best day ever. It's like, what, what did you do? I said this last week. What have you fucking done that he has done? What have you gotten off your ass to do today? 
to create some incredible new product or some visionary, you know, concept. Or did you finish your McDonald's? Right. Slurp down your soda. Yeah. Then talk some shit. And then right when you were done, you went and you ordered some more toilet paper off of Amazon. Off of Amazon. Right. <laughs> I'm like, it, these people have no fucking logic. And these are smart, normal people. These aren't like tr Trump, like tr trolls. Mm -hmm. Right. These are like people that I know that are saying this. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Listen, to, this is Bezos saying because it's his best day ever. When you landed, you said best day ever. Best day ever. <laughs> best day ever. His voice is kind of weird, too. It's a little. It's a little geeky. It's a little geeky, geeky, but that's okay. He's a geek. Yeah. I love it. I'm kind of geeky. Um, but yeah, no, the, the people went fucking crazy. Bezos thanked his employees who pee in water bottles because they can't get a break for the flight, because they can't get a break, you know, to break from work before they fly today. So basically he was like, I'm thanking my, all of my Amazon employees who pee in bottles for my flight today. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> One person goes... Remember, kids, if you study hard, get good grades, go to college, get a job, work hard, never take a sick day and live within your means, then one day your boss may go to space. <laughs> it's just jealousy, though. It's just complete and utter jealousy. Because if it wasn't him, I mean, it's already two others. There's already Branson and there's Musk. I mean, it's just like... Right. And there's got to be firsts. There's got to be first. Got to be first. Well, and here's the thing that Bezos said, and this is the this is what people miss, and this is what pisses me off. What he was saying to Anderson Cooper, and I'm going to play the clip for you, but I'm going to set it up because it's a little hard to hear it. His vision is that we should take all industry, all polluting industry off of the planet, and we should offshore it, quote unquote, in space. And the earth should only be used for humans to dwell in. Anything pollutant... We're going to move it to space. Now, I ask you again, what have you thought of today that comes anything close to this concept? And if he is thinking it just like what he's done before, it will happen. He's going to do it. This and him and Branson and Musk are all going to get together. Right. And they, so good. Good. It's fucking I mean, brilliant. They're, they're, that's a better idea to save global warming and save this planet than Correct. the bullshit that everyone's trying to do now. Like, oh, we're going to... Stop coal burning by third, 2035. Yeah, well, what's all going to be dead and gone by the time you figure that out? Like, go for it, Bezos. Right, or like New York, the, uh, New York State or New York City sending us that emergency alert last week saying, turn off your air conditioners or stay indoors or whatever the fuck it was, and Times Square is, like, blaring. Like, no, this, this, this is a concept. This is something that no one thinks of. And I heard him saying this in the interview, and I was like, oh, my huh. God. Like, Listen to this motherfucker. Listen to this. So this is going to take many decades. We have, and our, our job is to build that infrastructure to help that happen. But over time, uh, it makes sense. We shouldn't be doing polluting things here. We've sent robotic probes to every planet in this solar system. This is the good one, Anderson. Mm -hmm. There aren't any other good ones. And so we should protect this one. And the way you do that is by push, pushing all of our heavy industry out into space. And we can do that if we can operate space vehicles the same way we operate commercial airliners today. Mm. So that's what Blue Origin is about. That's what the New Shepard tourism mission is about. This suborbital tourism mission lets us practice over and over and over. And so we can get good at it. And then our New Glenn program is an orbital vehicle that uses all those learnings to, uh, to help take that, those next steps and build that road to space. Well, congratulations, guys. Thank you. So Thank fun. You. 
emergency alert, emergency alert. Uh, Jeff Bezos has come up with another brilliant idea that is going to change your life for the better. Emergency alert. Uh, yeah, emergency alert. Stop hating on Jeff Bezos because you're not as smart as he is. Newsflash. I love that. Yeah. Isn't that I'm, great? Yeah, that's great. And I was just going to say, you know, it's so funny. And he said it. What he's going to do, remember the first jet airliner where people are like, ah, we're flying. Right. And now it's like a bus. Correct. Now it's like the, the mega bus from DC yeah. to New York. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you gotta have a first, man. I think it's amazing. I think that is unbelievable. And he's that's that's a vision. Like he's oh, not yeah. just going to space. Or like like Musk and Branson, you know, they have ideas and what they want to do. But like that was the first real thing that I heard one of them say. That I was like, just my jaw dropped open. I'm like, this is this this is groundbreaking. Well, that's awesome. I yeah. love that. This is the well, reason why I want to live forever, so I can see shit like that happen. Yeah. Just say, maybe we're actually going to get to go to space and go to that dance floor we've talked about. <laughs> we are going to be dancing in space before we die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this show is going to make us millions so that we can just jump on. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of making us millions on this show, let me just take a minute to say like and subscribe. Whatever platform you're listening to us on, like, subscribe comment do all those things click all those things twiddle all those dials that all the kids are doing diddle and twiddle diddle and twiddle it helps us out so yeah do all that click on those things awesome um oh speaking of firsts yeah can i get a little dance floor sports corner oh yeah baby we go into the dance floor sports corner we're going to go to the little dip, just just a little tease, you know, it's not, that's super. Hotties, dance floor, oops, hold on. <laughs> I was going to do some echo. Hotties, dance floor, sports corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank oh, you, yeah. I'll take that. I have, an, I have a new toy that I need to introduce yeah, to you. Yeah, you do, that's awesome. Hotties, dance floor. Oops, it didn't work. No, it didn't. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> Patty's dance floor, sports corner. I can sing in key. I am dying. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I want toys. You're going oh, to. You're, vibrators. You're going to get besides vibrators. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. So. All right, we're on the dance floor. We're on in the sports very, corner. Very, very cool sports update. By so, the way, we need to do a commemorative sports dance floor sports corner. We need to find at the Brooklyn Mirage where we would consider the dance floor sports corner. And if we get separated, just say, meet at the dance floor sports corner. Done. And I kind of already know where it's going to be. Okay, okay. All right, what do you got in the world of news? In, so, I mean, in the world of sports. Sports news. Something major, groundbreaking, breaking, and like you said, you know, you have to have a first before you ha don't talk about it as being such a groundbreaker. Be before it comes... Before it becomes the norm, right. you gotta have a. So, yesterday on the twentieth of July, twenty twenty one, the first ever all female major league baseball 
announcing oh, team. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was so awesome. And it wasn't so I've been, you know, just watching the women talk about it. Like a lot of them didn't even know that it was gonna be an all woman's team okay. because they were just like, oh wait, an all woman know, an all woman announcing team. Announcing team. Okay, right. So yeah, so like, you know, Sarah Langs was just like, Oh yeah, she's gonna be in the booth, but she's been in the booth before. But it's usually like maybe one and all men two women and the rest are all men so they just get an assignment and they show up for oh. their oh they didn't even know when they received these assignments oh until a few days before maybe two days before that it was going to be an all women's team and what they do piece it together on their own or did someone finally say hey we have a surprise for you no it wasn't even that i just think it was like they probably got their assignment and as they see who they're working with it was just like and Actually, Sports Center and the news said, you know, for the first time ever, an all women's, you know, major league yeah. baseball all women's announcement team. That's so awesome. I love it. It's so awesome. So it was the uh, Baltimore Orioles playing the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and you know, baseball's instead. not my favorite, but I'll try to hang in there. But I don't care. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Newman, she did the play by play. Yeah. Sarah Langs, she was the booth analysis. Okay. Booth, pardon me. Alana Rizzo, Rockies, Denver, Denver Rockies. Oh, the that's cool. Denver Rockies, she was the on-field analyst. Right. Heidi Watney, she was an anchor. And then Lauren Gardner, she was an anchor. That's amazing. And it's really, it's so awesome. And I think just watching their interviews none of them were like oh my god they were like yeah it's so cool that it was a first but i just went and did my job and it was just but it was awesome and they were like you know how did you feel when you right. found out all women and they're like and this same thing they're like there's got to be a first but it was so great when they really knew it they're like this this is pretty kick-ass it's taken a long time yeah. and i as horrible as it is because just being raised in sports I'm used to male announcers. I know so you are. Yeah. Started announcing. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. And I've just, you know, been getting more used and more used to it. And they're great. And they know their shit. They're yeah. doing a job. They can announce just like a, just like a dude. Well, and see, that's what I mean. I've said it before on this show. I love when women announce sports. And yeah. I love it when I, I do think it's kind of like my whole theory about Fox and CNN. It's kind of hard to have all of the same. I do like it when the women are on there with men and they go like they start talking like really into the stats and get down to the weeds and you can see how much that she knows against the you know the, the what the, you know the man is supposed to know everything in our culture. But it's so great when a woman sits there and goes toe to toe with a man in the in that sports talk. I'm like, "Damn." Yeah, and these women know their shit. It was yeah. awesome. It was really cool. And for anyone that cares, the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays, beat the Baltimore Orioles nine to three. And you know what's so cool? This is going to be the first of any, and that's awesome. See, that means nothing to me on the on the teams. I just cannot wait till the Las Vegas Raiders play, or what is it? Is it Las Vegas? The Char Las Vegas Raiders. Good job! Oh my God, see, I'm I'm getting I'm getting ready for my boy. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yes. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Aaron Shock. No. No. Oh, shit. God. Aaron Shock. 
Never mind. Whatever. Yeah, well, that sorry. That hot guy that just came out. Yep. Well, that's great. That is awesome. I'm glad that we got to go to Heidi's Dance Flora Sports Corner. I'm glad. Oops. <laughs> Check. Hello. Hello. No. Nope. Nope. Here it is. Hello. I'm glad we went to the sports corner. <laughs> I want to strangle you right How now. How much do you want to strangle me? You sound like a fucking boy band. I know. <laughs> I hate you that I don't have that toy. <laughs> we'll get you one. Honey's <laughs> <laughs> Dance Floor Sports Corner. Cha. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh I've been my having, goodness. I've been having a little fun with that thing. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, thank <laughs> Yeah. That's so awesome. Um. Yes. That so much is killing me. So, so, so uh, what do you think about this? <laughs> I'm so masculine that I can play football. You sound more like investigation. Oh, yeah. You know someone. You know something about the murderer. You were right. close friends. You were beer buddies. Well, the reason I got this is because we have a guest that wants to come on the show. But that guest wants to remain anonymous. So, <laughs> so the guest is going to be talking into this. So stay You have got that. to stop. I swear to God. We have a we have a mystery guest coming on WGRL radio. <laughs> I swear to God we do. Oh, I mean I think that's fabulous, but I am dying. <laughs> Oh, oh see next God. week that's one of the things that I wanted to reveal to you that you're gonna get to play with here in the studio. <laughs> you can thank Rob for the purchase because he has no idea that I purchased that. Oh, thank you, Rob. Rob is a supporter of WGRL. Thanks, Robes Pierre. Rob, Rob says anything you need to make the show better, you just go get it, and I'm all for it. Thanks, darling. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's listening to this right now, just shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> Checking that bank account. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Oh my God. Well, you know, I have. If you want, we're kind of talking about games. We could, if you want to. Do you want to play a new game that I made? Uh, yes, please. Are you sure you're ready for a game? I love I mean, a game. You've been working an awful lot. Are you sure you have enough brain cells? Is that brain pumping? Is that brain going? Yeah, because I'm not doing drugs or drinking. Okay, here we go. Yeah! Welcome to the Gen Z Terminology Game. My God, I'm excited. That's right, Heidi. I've tested you on abbreviations used in social media before, but now... I am going to test your prowess on Gen Z terminology. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. Are you a little nervous? I'm a little nervous. Maybe that's still just the coffee (laughs) that I was drinking until five. Yeah, so you could sit up straight for your eight or nine hour work day. Oh, all right. So, right. So, if you listened to the show a while back... um, Earlier this year, I believe it was, you can go check uh, in the notes I put on each of the episodes on, again, whatever platform you listen to us on, 
and you can see that I tested Heidi on uh, abbreviations used in social media. For instance, BTS. Let's see if she remembered anything. BTS. What was BTS? Do you remember? BTS. BTS. Heidi, BTS. Do you need your thinking music? Will that help? Between the sheets. Nope, but that's good. That's a good guess. Behind the scenes was that one. So that would have been a wrong answer. But I do prefer between the sheets. All right, what about this one? Just to, just to, just as a quick walk down memory lane, what about I-L-Y-S-M? This is a gimme. Come on. I-L-Y-S-M. When you see it in an Instagram post or a Twitter post and someone posts something and they're talking to someone else and they say I-L-Y-S-M. I like your... Mm, close. I like... Oh. I love... Uh-huh. Your... Uh-uh. I love you. Oh, uh, yeah. So much. Uh, yeah. yeah! <laughs> Got it. So that's a little test of what we did. <laughs> and you can see she just squeaked out a win on that one. <laughs> uh oh. Right. So now. In a slightly different take on that. So those terms, you know, those abbreviations, you can, you know, you see them, not just initially Gen Z, you know, a lot of people use those. But these, this game that we're going to play is strictly terms that you would really find Gen Zer using. So, for instance, let, you want me to give you a practice? Do you want to do best for what, three out of five? Oh, yes, All yes, right, but I need to practice. Let's do a practice round first. All right, let me find one here. Um, what is, what would it mean? Hold on. Let me get this going. What would it mean? Again, this is just a practice. Don't stress it out. Don't stress. Don't sweat. What would it mean if someone said, I'm dead? Like, I love that so much. It's, you're killing me. Oops. I'm dead. You got it. That's right. Good job. All right. I mean, you know, I am the youngest person in that house. Well, right. I mean, that's that was, like I said, that was a little bit of a gimme, okay? Yeah. So well, now let's get down to, oops. Brass tacks. Let's get down to it, all right? Everyone is in place. Is everyone Vanna? Are you ready? Ready to turn those, turn those letters over? All right. Let's get right to the first question here on... Gen Z terminology game. All right. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun with these sound effects. Yeah, think it's great. Who does? <laughs> who doesn't love a good sound effect? All right. So let's start with. Okay, let me. I'll start with one that I think is maybe a little bit easier. So we'll see how you do. All right. Here we go. This is the first question for real. I'll give you your thinking music. What does it mean when something slaps? Hey, yeah, that slaps. Something slaps. Yep. Oh, that slaps. I think it's good. I think it's like, yeah, man, that slaps. Like, uh, high five. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna just go ahead and give that to you. It means like, yes, it's like of high quality. Like, yeah. Like, I think that cl that counts, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. All right. So we'll say she got that one right. <laughs> All right. Let's go to question number two. Gen Z. Do I need to do the singer again? On the Gen Z terminology game. No, you don't need to do that. No, is it too much to do it between every 
Yeah, that's not how game shows work. I'm teasing. I know it's too much. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to do too much to make it good. This is true. So it's like, you know, doing drag. Too much is not enough. Right. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Your next question. Okay. Shh. Everybody get serious. Kids, shut up out there. What does it mean if someone says, pull up? Someone just says, pull up. Pull up. I'm a pull up. I'm going to say pull up means they're going to, I would think it's, you would think it's pull up, like I'm going to pull up in my car, but I'm going to say it's like, I'm going to. It's kind of like I'm gonna step up. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna show up. I, I, I'm gonna give that to you too, because I mean, I think these are a little bit in the gray area, you know. Because I'm, I'm saying yes. Because oh. the official answer, the official answer is to like an invitation to go to, or like I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna be there, right? Good, good, okay. I'm gonna show up. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm feeling generous tonight. Yeah, you are. All right. <laughs> well, those are good. I'm, I'm on, I'm on track. All right. Now, let me find one here on my massive list. We can do two or three games out of this, by the way. Oh, good. Oh, oh, here's a good one. I actually knew this one, but I want to see if you know this one. Question number three for our contestant here from Denver, Colorado. Hotty, 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 ho. <laughs> what does it mean if you're a stan? If you're a Stan, Stan, S T A N. I like, know. I Stan her. You are someone that is, you creep on her, like you like her. Oh, you're close, but no, it's, it's, you're close, but I can't, I'm sorry. Hang on, let me ask the judges. What do you say? She says that, uh, that you're creeping on it. No, that's what I think too. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. They're saying no too. Yeah, okay. uh, it's it's like you're their biggest fan. Oh, so, I was gonna so say fan girl, and I was like, oh. you are creeping on them, but your connotation was a negative connotation. Yeah, this is more this positive. Good one. And so now I actually have a reason why, why I know this is because that actually started because you know the Eminem song Stan. Yes. He's basically talking about his biggest fan, and his biggest fan is named Stan. I've heard this, right. and I should have remembered, because when you should've. said it, I'm like, I know something about this, and I've heard it, and I've seen it. You can, I've, Anyway, I missed it. Sorry, Stan. Right? But that's again, that's one of my favorite songs. I fucking love that song. I try to rap it myself, and I'm sitting here in the, in the office, and I've tried to learn the words to it, and so, because you know how I like to sing these rap songs sometimes? Oh my God! It is impossible to sing that song. He's he's uh, he's got skills. It is so many words. It is fucking mind blowing to try to sing that song. All right, you didn't get that one right, but that's okay. That's okay. You got one more, so you got two right, two right, one wrong. All right, so that's three. We're gonna get two more. All right, let me look through my list. Okay, here we go. What do you think about this? What does it mean if I said, hop off? 
Like, get out of here. It's time for you to go. We don't want you around. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm going to give that one to you. I think I think I'm saying yes to that because that means like mind your own business. Like, get out. Okay. Pop off. Good. Like, Good. Get right. Good. All right. Got three right and one wrong. That's okay. I want another one. All right, you got one more. One more. Here we go. Question number five. What does it mean if you take the L? There's no way you're getting this. Take the L. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving this to you on purpose because it's impossible. <laughs> take the L. So the it's L. not the train in Chicago. It's not the train in New York either. <laughs> New York, it's... <laughs> Take the L, like take the lay down, just lay down, just be done already. Oh, well, I mean, you're close, actually. I mean, I think the judges would probably say no. But, but you're, I mean, I don't know. Here, I'll, here let's, let's ask the crowd. The crowd can, you, the crowd, you tell me by laughing or by booing if you think it's a yes or no. How do you say first? What do you think? The, the technical word is willingly make a sacrifice. Now, you said. Oh, no, I, that's no. not what I. So were you taking the L? Yeah. So no, right? Okay, you, crud. Like you're taking the sacrifice for like, 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 for, like you're not a snitch. Yeah. Right. Like you're going to take the blame for it, like that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, and I and I and I just wanted to like give that one to you. I knew you wouldn't get it, but just because I had no idea, I had not even heard that one. Kind of like close. take the fucking L. What the fuck is that? Right. All right, you're going to do one more. So you technically won. You got three out of five. How do Yeah, you've won. Can I win? Gen Z terminology game. Can I win a new N95 mask for all the smoke out here in the West from the forest fires? Oh, and send me one, too, because we've got some. All right. You win a trip to Alegria next week. <laughs> um. All right, one more just for fun. Why not? All right, so wait, we did, let me mark these off. We did stay up, right? Mm-hmm. Pull up, I'm dead, slaps, take the L. One, two, three, four, five, right. All right, so what if you said, this one's kind of easy. I'm like, we've been saying this for a long time. What if? What would you say if I said low-key? Make it low-key. Yeah, like, chill, man. It's right. all cool. It's low-key. Well, no, like, they're not obvious. Oh. Then, then I'm wrong. <laughs> right, right. Um, let's see. A low key on the piano. <laughs> right. Well, like high key is like I'm like making like obvious as fuck. Oh, uh, low. I mean, what? That, that's well, what I, guess, I said. Like low key, like stay behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you could be that. I guess you're really not completely wrong about that. Um. All right. Well, we'll play this again. I've got a bunch here. Um, but everyone, thanks for joining us on the Gen C Terminology Game. Yeah, we'll see you next time. So doing this this game and putting these together made me remember this um, Saturday Night Live skit they did here while back when Elon Musk was on the show. And he did this Gen Z hospital. And so basically there was this Gen Z person who got injured and then all of the Gen Z friends came to the hospital and was trying to ask the doctor and wait for the doctor in the lobby and wait for the for the doctor to come out who was Elon Musk. And they were sitting there all talking to each other and used all Gen Z terms. 
<laughs> he understood nothing. Well, no, and, no, but then, but then the doctor came out, and it was Elon Musk, and he was using Gen Z terms. <laughs> so here, I pulled a clip over you so you can hear it in in context with some of the terms that you just learned on the Gen Z terminology game. You can now hear in a Saturday Night Live skit. Nobody's telling us anything. Is Bestie gonna be okay? Nurse, we demand to know how our Bestie is doing. I'm sorry, bro. I told you I don't have that information yet. Bruh, seriously? I'm so pressed right now, bro. Don't be pressed. The bro. doctor will be in shortly, bro. Dead ass. Dead ass. Yo, if this doctor keeps leaving us on red, he's gonna catch hands on gang. No, 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 no. It's gonna be okay. Bestie cannot die like that. I don't even like catch hands on gang. What is that? What the fuck is catch hands on gang? I need a test. I need someone to teach me and ch test me on that. Like this. Big facts. She's gonna make it, bro. Big facts. There's the doctor now. And it's Elon Musk. Is this Morgan Squad? Gang, gang. <laughs> doctor, please tell us what's up with our bestie. You all might want to sit down. What I have to say right now might be a little cringe. Just give us the tea. Okay. <laughs> well, as you may have seen on her live, your bestie took a major L while driving her Hellcat. Yeah, we saw. We tried everything we could in surgery, and it was sus for a while. But we have your bestie on a machine, and we're doing everything we can. So, bestie's gonna be okay, right? I'm sorry, but uh, at this particular time, that's looking like Cap. <laughs> cap. <laughs> looking like Cap. Like dead Cap, like a Cap in your ass. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. Um... That's great. Right. Hold on. But it sounded like Sound of... when he said, take the L, it's like take a fall, like actual literally fall. Well, I guess that because in, in my definition, it says make the sacrifice. So I think that uh -oh. kind of works. I mean, okay. you, you know, all this stuff is not literal. People are using this interchangeably for, I mean, like your thing about low key, that's the same thing is that they're, they're yeah. using it for. Except, you know, some of this stuff is appropriated from language that we've used for years or like, you know, our parents have used some of this stuff. Like Charlene would say low key. Like so mm -hmm. it's not new. I guess it's a different take on it. I don't know. Um there's this guy I've got to tell you about that is like a fucking maniac. Um <clears throat> on Instagram. Let me find my page here. Yeah, Walter Masterson. Do you know this guy? Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I'm, I no, like I don't know. So he's a comedian. I mean, he bills himself as a comedian, but he's and he's kind of like oh. almost like a civil rights activist in a way. But he bills himself as, um, it, uh, sorry, bills himself as a comedian, but he masquerades as a far right, like pro Trumper, and he goes to these Trump rallies, and he has like OAN and Fox and Newsmax blocks those things that you put on a microphone. Yes, and, and he basically you know, asks people questions as if he worked for OAN or Fox or Newsmax and, you know, has them admit stuff. Like, he le asks them leading questions, kind of like Jordan Kepler. What's his name? Jordan Kepler from The Daily Show or, or whoever. I was just going to say the guy from The Daily Show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Jordan. Jordan, yeah. So, it's, and they actually know each other. There's been a, there's a post of the two of them at rallies together, like, trying to pull oh. people. So, basically, they this, like... Sorry. Yeah, oh, remember I was telling you, you... We talked about it a little bit. And I said, "Oh, because I've watched two guys on TikTok like all year." Oh, okay, yes. So, this is Jordan. So yes, I know who he is. Right, uh, Walter. He's very prolific. I mean, he goes all around. He has a GoFundMe page. If you want to go support him and give him money to help, 
you know, support his act and everything. Um, he is he is fearless. And I mean, like, I don't see how he has the balls to do this kind of stuff. Like, he gains pe- access to people and then totally does the craziest shit. And if you're a Howard Stern fan, you you would, like, I identify him, or I put him in the same category as, like, a Benji Bronk. Mm. Because Benji would always go to these press conferences to, like, the, um, what's the guy, the, the penis pictures, the, the, the congressman? Uh, 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 well, well, um... His name uh, Wiener Wiener what uh, yes <laughs> the Wiener guy so Benji Benji would go to um, the Wiener uh, representatives press conference and start screaming the most outlandish questions of course you know they would write the questions at the, at the Stern show but this guy kind of does the same thing it's that same kind of brand of ballsy comedy mm-hmm. and just recently he got to go to a rally where Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates were and he got. To stand right between them, and uh-uh. he started say he was like he was dressed. He dresses also. He like the thing that goes with his whole character and brand is he dresses in these ridiculous outfits that are like all red, white, and blue flag print, or like all Trump stuff, head to fucking toe. Like 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 kind of like what I was talking about with like more is more, and it's not enough when you do. It's almost like he's doing his own version of drag, where it's like keep putting things on me. That look right. ridiculous, as long as it's Americana, all this patriot shit that they like to, to, to don themselves in. Out of Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. And so he was standing there in a American flag hat, American flag tank top, American flag shorts, American flag like socks, probably. I mean, it was just like the American flag threw up on him. Yeah, just respect, disrespecting the flag in every single way he could. Right, and everyone there loves it. Right, they're hey. like, oh, that's our boy. We like him. We, you know, we want to get close to him and hang out with him. Yep. So then he gets access to who he wants to get get access to, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, and he does this shit to him. He was standing there beside him, and it, this is not a long clip, but he like he's between them. In the clip, I'm going to play you. Marjorie's on his right, Matt's on his left, and he's like talking to Marjorie, telling her what he says to her. I don't think you're crazy, and then he starts saying to Matt Gates, "I don't think you're a pedophile." But then, and then you can hear if you listen to the end. You can hear the security guards come and take him away because they're kind of like they don't know what the fuck to do because he's complimenting them, but it's like he's saying the wrong thing. (laughs) It's great. I mean, this guy has got balls of steel, and I think he must have walked around with a security guard. Probably. I I don't see how he can do this and not get the shit beat out of him, Mm -hmm. honestly. Oh, oh my God! I'm I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I mean, this oh, everyone thinks you're crazy. I don't think you're crazy. People think you're a pedophile. I don't think you're a pedophile at all. I don't think he's a pedophile at all. The charges against him are totally false. They're totally false. <laughs> See, oh my God! There was someone taking him away, but he was saying to Marjorie, "I don't think you're crazy. I don't think you're crazy." <laughs> Isn't that great? I love these guys. So they would go to Trump rallies during the election season. Yeah, and. It was nuts, and people stopped to talk to them. And oh, the yeah. shit that they would do, it's so funny because I pulled, well, like when we started, I had saved a lot of their stuff to put on here. So I'll go back and, I'll go back and look at my clips. But yeah, they're, it's amazing. Oh, These yeah. are the guys that the two of them went in, and they, put, um, they went into Trump Tower uh, in yes. New York and in the gift shop. Yeah. They replaced T-shirts. They put T-shirts and stuff that said, like, Fuck you, Trump. I hate Trump. They had stickers and stuff that they put into the merchandise. <laughs> oh, my God. See, it's, it's actually, yeah, it's awesome. I would be scared to fucking death. I <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have time to go to jail for the couple hours. Like, I don't, I can't do that. 
listen to this clip of him. He got to do a meet and greet with Sidney Powell, and he was at um, not CPAC. It was something she was she was speaking at. But he, there's a previous clip where he sets it up where he's talking about to someone else. That's not Sydney. I didn't pull this, but I'll just tell you. He tells them he's speaking in code. And instead of saying dominion in elections, he's like says other words instead of that. He says, I'm calling it pizza. So he tells her that in a previous clip. And then this is, this is him talking to her and asking her a question and listen to what she says. She goes right along with it. I mean, she is right. She bites the hook and just goes right for it. Sydney Powell, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing a podcast. It's called the Patriot Cast, and Big Tech is silencing me, so I'm using code. Domino's Pizza right. has a tracking system that tracks your pizza, and it can change your flavor from, um, you know, pepperoni to sausage. Yeah. Or make it vegetarian, or any number of other things, and it can send it to a different person. Right? Because she's talking. <laughs> obviously, he's like the voting machines or the pizza. Right. <laughs> And that's the way she talks. You know what she reminds me. Change your flavor and your topping. From um, listen, you know, pepperoni to sausage, sausage, yeah. or make it vegetarian, or any number of other things, and it can send it to a different person. It can send it to a different person. Hmm. Interesting. And where are those facts again, uh, <laughs> Sydney? Where are those? Can you send those to us? <laughs> can maybe. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Rudy Giuliani. Send him over with his slippers. <laughs> slippers. <laughs> with all of those, all of those affidavits that he has and his slippers. Yeah, these people are fucking insane. Just go ahead and send that right over to Four Seasons. Yeah, Four, four Seasons Total <laughs> Landscaping. Slippers. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> well, um, do you want to? We have a, a special guest joining us. Uh, oh. We we have our official. Like I teased you last week, we um we we told you that we were going to let me get to my my page here. We um we have a special drag race commentator joining us. Um. Calling in from Tennessee. Now this motherfucker is shot out Tennessee? of a That's right. You know him. Caitlin I was, was calling just in, in the Smoky Mountain. He is shot out of a cannon and he knows drag race. So he's gonna come on. He's gonna come on and talk to us a little bit about I I have a feeling. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Best drag queen win. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Goodness. Welcome oh, to our drag friend. race How are you? commentator. This- yes, your official drag race correspondent calling in from Nashville, Tennessee, Caleb Holifield. Thank you for having me. Of course. Is this a squirrel friend? Yeah, squirrel friends. <laughs> and honestly, like, a squirrel friends, like, I... They've been saying that for like literally a decade and I had no idea what it meant until the year of our Lord 2021. And someone was like, that's where they hide their nuts. And I was like, oh shit. Oh my God. I just thought it was just like a play on girlfriends. It was like, no, it was like squirrel friends because squirrels hide their nuts. I was like, um, oh my goodness. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. I was today years old when I just learned that. You just schooled me on Squirrel Friends. There's an un- unending world of drag, ancient Chinese secrets, they call them. <laughs> totally, absolutely. So, um, awesome. 
I know, like, normally you said that, like, I was trying to call in last week on a Thursday, but I was going to be at a Chili's, very classy like that. Oh, yeah. And um, you were, like, afraid of the audio. And I was nervous because I was like, are you going to be able to talk about the Thursday episode? Because they drop on Paramount Plus on Thursdays. And I work from home on Thursdays, so I literally, ha like, watch the episode before breakfast but no we're recording on a wednesday so yeah um, so, we are referring to last week's episode right so i want season six of all stars of rupaul's drag race correct what are your thoughts or before we start that i'd like to know what you ordered at chili's <laughs> oh my god okay so well so here's the thing is like me and my friend <laughs> I mean, my all-time favorite is the buffalo it's chicken. Two for one. They do an all—they do an all-night happy hour, so there were some two-for-one drinks happening. So I need. Uh, there was like a a queso. No, oh, we were healthy, so we ordered the spinach queso. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. You gotta get the spinach in there. She was practically solid. <laughs> But, um, um, so wait, I want to just say one thing that because last week we had a little bit of a trouble, a little bit of a complication here talking about Rue. And I don't understand how it happened, Heidi. But so, Caleb, I don't know if you listened to us last week. I have not heard the but, entire episode, so I don't know. Yeah, so that's okay. So Heidi somehow was able to watch the Pink Table Talk last week, like on Wednesday morning. It was so, actually Thursday morning because it does drop early Thursday. Oh, so that's what it was. And so you had a, well, that's why then. So that explains it. So yeah. I had not watched Pink Table Talk by the time last Thursday night happened when we recorded. And so there was a little bit of a mix up. So I apologize for the last week's mix up. So this week we are officially talking about the Pink Table Talk, right? Is that the episode? That's the episode. You got it. Okay. We're talking. Right. What, are your, what are your thoughts? Tell me everything, because I thought this was pretty good. I thought it was good. Here's the thing that I really appreciated about this episode is that it was like, I thought that they were all going to try to be like comedy, funny, funny. I really appreciated that they like opened up and we saw their vulnerability, yeah. you know, and like, I know that's a big thing. I mean, most of them at least, right? Like we got a little performancey from our performance queens, a Jan, um, like, um, a Scarlet, obviously, like just doing all the most when it was like so not the moment for that. Right. Like, like not really reading the challenge in a way where it's like, no, we want you to be vulnerable. We want you to like, yes, you can be like have a funny moment, but you really need to open yourself up and like talk to us, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's the reason that Ginger won. No, no, no. Do no. I do, let's just go straight for the fuck into it. How did one? <laughs> I told team, you he was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> how did one team win? In no world, in no reality television competition world, to say this team won. In every other fucking universe, this team wins, and we're gonna pick the winner from this team. I, There's heavy-handed producer bullshit happening where they're totally. like, "Okay, congratulations, yeah. Eureka, Trinity, yeah. and Akira. and the winner is yeah." Ginger. Right. What the the fuck? Yeah. And the it loser was, was from the same team. Right. It doesn't, right, correct. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I don't understand how, like, the winner was not, like, Eureka or someone from yeah, the winning I thought team. it was for sure going to be Eureka. It's like, RuPaul's production. Yeah. Well, no, it is, it is, this, is, this is, like, the producers are getting extra, extra heavy-handed a little bit this season. Yep. And, like, they are pushing Ginger on us in an aggressive way. And, like, uh, I think that, like, I thought at the beginning they were going to push Eureka and Ginger on us. And I, but they're really, really trying to make Ginger happen. She hasn't had a win yet. This is Ginger's first win. Yep. Her runways are fucking garbage. Did she win that <laughs> lip sync? She, she absolutely won the lip sync. I she know did. I'm all I was going to say, she, no, okay. that's okay. 
I do. Th- I agree with you. I do. I was going to say I do think she won the lip sync though. Do you not? Yeah, correct. Yeah. But, but I um, think also that they're going to give Ginger some wins, give her her, give her some recognition, recognition, some visibility. But it's going to go Eureka from this week on. You think? I think we're about to see Eureka definitely needs a win. I know that like the producers do want are pushing a Eureka narrative, but th- th- despite themselves. Trinity keeps kind of killing it. She kind of does. She is totally oh killing my, it. Oh my god, I was blown out. And it does out. not fit their narrative. It doesn't. So like, She's the like, sleeper. Was, her Beyonce was impeccable, and they it gave us a fucking oh man. Like, there's, yeah. it's like they're trying to like produce around the fact that like Trinity, Trinity is kind of like a front runner right now, and like they they have such a ginger narrative in mind, and I just don't understand how. Like, I mean, I don't dislike Ginger at all. Right. I hate her runways. Her runways are garbage. Yeah. And like, but like, I just don't understand how, I don't know. It, See, it I felt, sp- this, this, this decisions on this episode felt very, very heavy handed from a producer standpoint. See, I have a bad taste in my mouth still from when Ginger was on her season and how she treated people when she was part of that old lady, uh, bitter, bitter old lady brigade or whatever. <laughs> Like I didn't like the way she came off in that season. How you know what? How she acted towards people, and I still have a little. I can see a little touch of that still. But in this episode, this pink table talk episode, I actually found myself liking Ginger, which if, which goes to what you're saying. They're editing it so that you do like her. And she was great. I mean, she was very good. She was. She was that right amount of like you know fakey daytime talk show host. She was with she with was. a heart. She was. She was good. But, like, I just don't understand how you're going to pick a winner without saying anything from the team that didn't win. Like, it just, uh, it, it, didn't, it doesn't make any sense. It's weird. Like, in the playbook of reality competition shows. Right. How did you feel about Rue saying that Scarlett made her feel uncomfortable? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, <laughs> I wish I cared. I, I know. Don't care. I don't care, but Scarlett uncomfortable, not your choice of words. And like, and I mean, obviously, like me and Sarah. Do you even go by that on this show? I don't even know what to call you. Um, what, it'll be either one, uh, Sarah or Neil. Either one, Neil. So yeah. Neil and I had this conversation in person actually two weekends ago in DC, which was like so lovely to catch up with you in person. But like, I mean, <laughs> the thing with Jan that we all know that Jan has that whole like Anne Hathaway thing. Yes. The musical theater trying way, way, way too hard. Like the same thing that we saw with Rose last season. Yes. Like it's just something yes. about it that's like un- unlikable. Totally. In a way, because it's like you're too good and you're too polished, and we don't ever get to see the real you. Scarlet is like almost that, but like not enough to be interesting. Like I find Scarlet to be very forgettable totally. all season long. Filler. That's I- exactly it. Even though some of her runways were decent, except I did get tired of like how big is that hat? Yeah. But she's unforgettable. She is forgettable. She is so forgettable. Completely. I mean, I think she's kind of hot as a boy. I kind of like her like boy, like or like, you know, long hair, kind of like cute. But even that is like not enough to do it for me. I thought her cheeks were also aggressively blushed. In a weird way, I didn't like the way she painted. I, I did, I not did like love her dress, though. Love letters from her grandpa to her grandma. I mean, that's a beautiful moment. But like, it's almost like that's the moment that you like, okay, well, you got that moment. We're going to send you. You know, it's like when someone has their like, exactly. heart to heart. Exactly. And like, in the workroom, like when you have your breakdown, your moment where you're like, I got molested or I got this or I was <laughs> yes. left at a bus stop or whatever. You're it is. Like you're either like going home or you're winning. Totally. And, like, 
Yeah, she is unforgettable. <laughs> You're totally right about that. If you get that moment, you should be shitting yourself. <laughs> totally. If you have a package, yes, yes, correct. Like, right, if the you... producers are like, tell us more about your dead mother. <laughs> yes. You're like, fuck, I'm going home. I better milk it. I better milk it. I'm going to put my dead mom's picture on the merch right. the second that I get home. <laughs> totally. Oh, well, my God. I love it. That's what Peach has always said about when she was trying to when she was trying out for the show. She would always go, what is my sob story? She's like, I she doesn't have trauma. She's like, I wasn't molested. My dad didn't fuck me. I wasn't abandoned. I wasn't adopted. What do I got? So what did we think about um, the, the fact, what was it? I can't remember. Why was it that Jan was like breaking down in the confessional booth? Like she was sobbing. What was the, what was it that was the cause that what they ask her? <laughs> He is trying so hard not to be over the top Jan all the time. Oh, okay, right. Yes. <laughs> no. Well, no. Well, I will tell you how the episode started. The episode started with Jan coming off of a win, correct? And Jan yes. tried to play the politics, and she read the room the she, most incorrect she oh, possibly yes. could. Right. Because and, she remember because she every single person voted for Yara to be and eliminated. She voted for and she's the only <laughs> motherfucker that voted for Akira. Right. She's the because she was like, well, Yara had a win, so I was just doing on track record. But I'm like, no, everyone clearly likes Akira more than Yara. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm Jan. And then she's like, I feel so stupid now that I know what everyone else voted for. I mean, she is like trying so hard to play politics and make uh, make it, everything to everyone. And that's why, because it's so calculated. It's, right. like, it's so calculated and it's so wrongly calculated. No. And it's not like, but I'll just, like, just follow your heart. If you're just like, I thought this queen was better and I voted for the queen. You know, or like, I thought she was my competition. If she was honest about it, something about it is just so phony. It goes back to that whole thing yeah. with like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's true. Jan, well, they'll keep her around more for a story, a little bit longer for a storyline. Okay. Let's talk. I'm, I, we're actually giving Jan a little bit like more like talk time than she even deserves. I honestly think. Oh, like, I can't stand her by the way. Oh, poor Jan. I, yeah, I cannot stand her. I don't um, horrible so person. Here's, let's talk about some people who were phoning it the fuck in. Pandora Box, what are you doing? Why are you still in the show? <laughs> you are not long for this world. No, she's not. Like we've we've she's already seen your Caroline twice. What is that bitch gonna do for Snatch Game? She has nothing for Snatch Game. Oh, that's right. We haven't seen an All Star Six oh. Snatch Game. Ooh, I think it's coming. It might. I don't. It has to be tonight. Tomorrow night. Well, tomorrow night. well yeah. but here's the thing too. Well, okay. I know I'm so all over the place. Let's take That's it back, 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 back. She's back, back, back again. Back, back, back what again. What is the game within a game? At but, what point do the other contestants come back? And oh, right. this goes back to your this goes back to your comment that like Ginger is actually trying to be nice, but is still secretly or not so secretly a cunt. Like, yeah, there was a storyline they were building until it didn't work out at the very beginning, where like her and um Oh, what's her name? She like the trans Filipina. Oh, um, um, so Jiggly. Oh no, Jiggly. So, yeah, her and Jiggly were like apparently the best of the, the best of friends. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, and then and like, but then Ginger picked her lipstick so fucking fast and was like, oh. "Well, I don't. I mean, she's my best friend." And like, I felt like they were setting up a showdown right. between like Ginger and Jiggly that we haven't seen yet. I don't know if that's going to come into play when all oh, like, the eliminated queens come back. 
My oh, guess is so, that the, like all the eliminated queens will fight for one spot, and one of the eliminated queens will get will get to come back. I don't. Um, we don't know what that is. But I wonder. Some, I wonder if they'll let all the eliminated queens see all the votes of ev- of who voted for them, and so then like Jiggly would then know that Ginger voted for her. It would like somehow create drama with that, like to keep those storylines they crafted going. I still like, feel like we have a Jiggly um, Ginger like showdown in right. in the works i don't know they did you make know. it pronounce that those two are super besties what'd you say they really made a point to let us know that those two were super best friends yeah they really i mean they really did like they really went out of their way to let us know and then they really and they don't show all the lipsticks but they show ginger's lipstick for right, sure right. it was like they i felt like they were setting us up for something um that we have not seen yet. I don't know. Yeah. I do think that it will be like a, the eliminated Queens get um, to compete for one spot, which we have seen before in like past all-star seasons. Right. I don't so, know what that's going to look like. I um, yeah, I feel like it's going to be something different this time just because the show is got to switch it up. Yeah. It keeps saying game within a game. I don't right. know what that's going to look like. So it's almost like uh, maybe, maybe these Queens eventually are going to be like, they're going to stop performing. Like they're going to stop the current game. Maybe. And then the next, the other queens are going to come on, and they're going to start competing. And the other queens are going to be told some lie, like they're going to be told some lie about how production has stopped or some shit like that, maybe. So they can drag this out, yeah, drag it out, get some more, get some more weeks, get there's, another. There's going to be some two. crazy twist, which I'm all for. I mean, because I, Heidi and I talked about it last week. Heidi and I think this may be like the best All Star season we've seen, or like maybe the best Rue season that we've seen in a while. Because I mean, I'll speak for myself. I just did not like the last regular season. Like I just didn't like it. I like I'm enjoying. I grew this. to like it. I mean, I like got Mick. I was obsessed with. Like, yes, there yes. was some like you know the the season. Like the thing is, you don't really love a season until you get to the middle of it. And you you know your top five or six. Right. Then you really get like when it's, it really comes. You have to get rid of some like filler queens right before like yes. you start like really caring. I will say, uh, I, and I have watched it all this year. Well, except for España. Sorry, uh, I'm bad. Like, no, no. subtitles. But like I've watched, I watched, <laughs> you know. I did d- down under. I did thirteen. I'm doing season six. I did the best season of the year so far for me. That still like is in my mind is UK Drag Race season oh, two. Two. Oh my god! I have not missed an episode of Rue since. Tw- uh, I haven't missed any Rue. Yeah, I've seen it all. It's that. But you're I right. Have, UK yes, two. I, say, I, I haven't missed an episode of Rue that Rue is on. When Rue the, is the right. judge, yes, correct. I have seen every episode. Those are conveniently English language right um, i'm checking my privilege and i know i'm like basic whatever but like i did you i mean that still to this day in my head sometimes i'll wake up and i'll be like bing bang bong bing bang bong you can it is so good i it love is- it it's so it is so good. good. It's the stupidest song of all time. But it's such an earworm that like just gets. I was playing around my house. All my straight roommates were like literally for two weeks. We would just run around the house screaming, "Bing bang ball!" <laughs> bing, bang, like, bong. <laughs> it, that so season, Eurovision. It is totally. so Eurovision. Well, they're going to go on tour right now. I think that they're selling tickets for like later, 2022 already. 2022, right? So the the United Kingdom is it United Kingdoms? Was that who they were? The UK, the, yeah, United. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to go on tour next year. And I'm loving, I'm loving, like, so many of those, like, queens I'm obsessed with, like, seeing Taste and Ahura on social media, like, I like I love them. Yes. Like, you're loving, Bimini is a fucking model oh for the gods. Oh, my God. She is killing it. Killing it. She looks 
stunning. Like Bimini is like the biggest fashion model in the world in my eyes yeah. right now. Like, she is like she is. amazing. What did they say? She's never been on. Uh, she was just on Vogue. Yeah, like uh, it's it's just insane. She's like was on some Vogue over in uh, in Europe. I mean, it is. Yeah. She is go gorgeous. She's kind of like taking the same road that Miss Fame took. She's kind of going <laughs> that direction. But Miss Fame went so literal, pretty, and I like that Bimini is kind of like yeah. quirky, awkward, ugly, pretty yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. It makes her. It, it almost seems more runway to me. It's almost more yeah. fashion. It is. It is. It's very to be awkward and different and like so unique. It like there's something about Bimini that like I just think is crushing in the game. Yeah, I still think. Yeah, agreed. People didn't like Lawrence Chain. I Lawrence, oh, I, I was a fan of from the beginning. I think loved. Lawrence deserves the win. Like, but but like I love that so many people from that season are out in the world like crushing yeah. it right now. Yeah, Bimini, Bimini reminds me. She does a lot of like the flavor of like a Vivian Westwood or Comme de Garcon. Helm totally Lang, all those kind of like grungy like high high fashion couture houses so good love love her love I, love i it. love tia coffee and i love to see her out there <laughs> no and the <laughs> thing is we still might even get a bimini like everyone like has talked about like is there going to be an international all-stars like can we get like you we're going to see i mean unless bimini just like, keeps like stomping the runways of europe like right we will see more of bimini we are going to see you know taste a horror again like like these queens that like i loved on that season yeah. season 13 we are going to that's the thing is like when they announced the cast of like the current like all-star six like it was a lot of like i mean i will admit i was a little bit like mm, i uh, was too uh, uh, okay. yeah yeah oh that oh, okay but like but there's still so much like like talent like in the dugout like if i don't know if that's what what the no, word that, to say but like that, there's yeah, a lot of backup talent like god mick didn't have enough time to fucking pull together like first of all that she one was, runway look yeah. that Gottmik did at the finale, that was a twenty thousand dollar fucking Oh, dress. I know. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's <laughs> there's so much talent in like that we haven't even tapped into. Yeah. Um to well, come what's who was the artsy queen? Oh, we haven't seen what's oh um oh who's best friends? Oh, I'm like forgetting all the names. Who wore the orange button look? Uh, the orange in season twelve. I don't um, remember. Oh, you know, she's who won season 13? Uh, I don't remember who won. Adi. Oh, my Looking God. Adi. Hold on. <laughs> no, we don't have time to look stuff up. Um, so, but what, like, you know, speaking of like the UK people, like even like the, the first season of the UK was so good. Like what happened to the Vivian and what happened to Bag of Chips and what happened to Cheryl Hole? Like I fucking loved those queens and they're kind of gone now like we kind of don't see them that often i mean maybe covid i mean we well i mean you do well first of all like we were in lockdown for so long i know um, i know i was thinking the the orange button look was gg good like oh, gg good oh, hasn't right, right, been right. in all stars got mick imagine gg right. good versus got mick and like a runway stomped off That's like true. like yeah who um I mean, that's a good all-stars lineup. I mean, do they? Do you think they they shy away from putting like all like powerhouses together, like twelve powerhouses, and then try Simone. to fill it? Sorry, Simone won. Oh, Simone. Yes, 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 you're right, Simone. Right, right, Simone. right, right. How no, can we well, forget? I, think, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I think kidding. they asked all of them. I think they reached out, but I think a lot of the queens. If you're fresh off the season, you say no because you haven't had time to make the coin and build up the fashions again. Because well, you got to show with like, you, I mean, people literally take out second mortgages on their house. Yeah, they take out loans of up to fifty thousand dollars to buy the looks it's crazy how expensive it is hey. and 
No, I was going to say so real quick. I just wanted to ask. I just have to before we go too dark, too far down. Is what did you think about Bianca Del Rio's cameo? Oh, I loved that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Caleb. Did are, you? Are you a fan you of Bianca? That, do you love that cameo? I do. Uh, I love Bianca. I it was great. <laughs> He's <laughs> just such a bitch. It's so great. <laughs> right. You hated it. It was. I, I didn't understand it. It was so pointless. Well, it was, was a little pointless. The point was to say I've never had to lip sync before, and I'm not fucking starting now. Exactly. And <laughs> what have you seen me? What? I'm a superstar. <laughs> I did not. I, like I honestly thought that like Bianca was in town that weekend for a project, and like they were just like, okay, fine, we need to use you somehow. I will say I saw Bianca Del Rio in the um, drive-in drag tour. Like the boss events drive and drag in Fort Lauderdale. I was yeah. there for my birthday in like late February, early March of this year. And Bianca was like the super cunt, whatever host yeah. of the show. And I saw in like she actually lip synced a number. I mean, thank God for the backup dancers. But like <laughs> she it Bianca, I have nothing but respect for her hustle and like her talent. I think she's awesome. Do I think that she reuses the same jokes every goddamn time? Yes, I do. She's going to find oh, yeah. a lesbian in the front row and make a tool belt joke. She's going to talk about her <laughs> It's like, I, like, I just, I've seen her act. I've seen it. I've seen it. Like, I, like she doesn't yeah. do new material. Like she does audience work and she's <laughs> always going to find the, like the femme queen. She's going to find the lesbian. She's going to find, she's going to make the jokes that she makes and she's really good at what she does. And she's been very successful at it. I have nothing but respect and admiration for Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> when she comes to town, am I going to spend $65 to go see her show? I probably will not. <laughs> right. Someone said it's very crass, but you know, she does use the recycle <laughs> jokes, but that's like what Miss Richfield does. That's what Varla G. Merman does. They all kind of do the same thing. All right. Listen, what just give us real quick who right now if we had to ask you right now who you want to win who would you say before we close out you need some thinking can I, music can i give them can i give a, a little bit of a layered answer sure go for it my favorite the person that, that i'm like enjoying the most on the show yeah who i didn't i didn't think i would is i'm living for raja a little bit okay i think raja's has the funnest talking heads um, I think I'm going to, I'm going to guess my top three. I think top three will be Ginger, Trinity, and Eureka. You say Trinity in there, huh? You think Ginger's in there? I wouldn't put Ginger in top three. I, I think that, well, the production's pushing it on us so hard. Right. That's true. But, and remember, we don't know what's going to happen with this game within a game. So it really is premature, but still my pick, I think I said this to you last week. My pick, I think is like, I really am leaning towards Eureka because I just love her. I usually yep. love her, and I told her, I told you, I think that she's been like a little overexposed for me. This is her third right drag right. race season, and I watched all of We're Here on HBO Max. Like yep. I've seen a lot of Eureka. I will say again, and I'm going to repeat what I said, and I do. I said what I said. <laughs> she is eight feet tall and seven hundred pounds, and that bitch can turn a look. Oh my she god, she has the most expensive yeah. looking fashions on the runway every fucking week. She's coming. She hasn't won a challenge yet, and I think they're holding it from us. But I think that Eureka, I will say, of the who can I see as a queen? Yeah. I could that's why I think my top three I could see as an all-star queen. I could see Ginger, Eureka, or Trinity all holding that title. See, I'm a yeah, top three are Raja, Trinity, and Eureka. Yeah. I don't think well, I think I think I would go with the ginger and Eureka too. But my third, I don't I don't think I would pick Trinity as the third. I don't know who it would be. 
I would even almost say someone like a Jiggler. Who else is in the other team? What's going to happen there? I don't know. But yes, I don't know. We'll have to see. What, you think Yara Sophia is going to no. smash that crown? No, 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 girl, no. <laughs> After she said, fuck you all on her way out the runway. No, oh, no, that's, no, 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 not, no. no that's definitely not going to happen. All right, we, well, we've we got much great. more covered. This is great. Uh, Caleb, you're an amazing drag race correspondent. you got to come back Thank on you. here. You're the your best. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You've got an opinion. You're not afraid to share it. Thanks, squirrel friend. Correct. Yeah, thanks, squirrel friend. Squirrel friend. Fuck those nuts, bitch. <laughs> All right, girl. Call us back next week. I'll text you when we're recording. Ciao. All right, bye. All right, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. There she goes. Woo! <laughs> shot out of a cannon. I told you he was shot out of yeah. a cannon. <laughs> she is on fire. She loves drag race. She, we, uh, we, oh, I love that. Bring her every, because like I can listen. I can understand anything she's saying. You're not as involved as you used to be. I was right in the That's why I was like sitting here. I'm like, let Caleb go. Take it, girl. Hit it. Because <laughs> he, he really is into the show. He started texting me a few weeks ago about it. And I was like, wait a minute. He would be great on WGRL as a drag race correspondent. Like, hello. That was so great. So good. Thank you, Caleb, for coming on. We look forward to having you on in future episodes. Well... Is it about that time? It's about that time. Um, I was going to say I had a few other little things, but you know, we kind of we covered a lot. I feel like we I feel like we just started. I just feel like we just started recording again. <laughs> it goes by so fast. But um, I guess we have when you're going to be in studio. We can yeah. hold up. I wanted to play this Dr. Fauci, but let's play it. Let's play it when you're here. It'll be fun to do it together. I guess. Great. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, so. The next time we see each other, it will not be on this camera. It will be live and in person, like I said earlier in the show. For everyone, get your Alegria tickets. Heidi's coming to town on Friday. We are going to paint the town red. Oh, so excited! Wait. We are going to paint the town red. I cannot with you right now. Heidi, where can you find us? You know what to say now. See you on the dance floor. Yeah, baby. Don't step on my ex, my accent. Just this once. Oh, wait. Of Just course. <laughs> All right, uh, see, see you next week and see you on the dance floor.
baseline back to run again. <laughs>